Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Jensen speaking. How may I assist you? Hi, Jensen. This is Barbara. I'm calling because... Well, because I've seen something beyond anything I can understand. Nice to meet you, Barbara. Tell me about it. It all started one morning on my usual route near Zachary Rapids. There were these creatures, no larger than a tennis ball. They seemed to be jiggling, non-stop rhythmic pulsating, almost like mini hearts. Interesting. Tell me more about how it occurred. It felt like it happened overnight. I walk my dog there every day, and suddenly, these white blobs appeared. I watched them grow, pulsate, and even multiply. They started feeding off the decaying plants, completely changing the trail. That's never the kind of walk you'd expect. Were there any notable details about the environment, or the time that could be helpful? It was around early autumn, 7 a.m., not too cold, not too warm. I remember noticing an excessive amount of litter around the area a day before they showed up. My family has been living here for years, and nothing strange ever happened before. Did you notice anything else unusual? Some events are connected in ways we don't immediately notice. Other than the blobs, everything seemed normal. They didn't harm anything and even seemed to help clean up the park. People called them Medford Schmooze. Medford Schmooze? That's a new one. Was anyone else around who might have seen them, or have something different to say about this? People were baffled, but curious. It's actually been good for tourism. This little boy even claimed he saw them move, like slither, but that's the most extreme reaction I've heard. Fascinating, Barbara. There were reports of a similar sighting in the Appalachians in 1929, and another one recently in Norway. These events seem to occur in areas with specific environmental factors. Are you saying these blobs are like the creatures in those sightings? Potentially. Each culture has different interpretations. Some folkloric accounts associate them with gnomes or nature spirits. Others see them as fungus-like entities thriving on decaying organic matter. But those cultures often show reverence for them, much like how your community has. I think it's best to keep observing their behavior while maintaining a respectful distance. They haven't shown any threatening behavior so far. Consider setting up a camera for continuous visuals and detailed observations. Do you think you might be able to come investigate these schmooze? We'd certainly be interested in conducting an on-site investigation. We'll work out the logistics and update you on our plan. No matter how strange the situation, remember, you're not alone, Barbara. The lab's line stays open constantly. Don't hesitate to reach out if anything changes. Thanks, Jensen. I really appreciate your help. So, Jensen, what's the latest we've got to study? And please, no more poltergeists. No worries. In fact, we've got something arguably more intriguing. We got a call from a woman named Barbara, who's found some strange, pulsating, blob-like creatures around Zachary Rapids. Creatures? Could it be some sort of undiscovered organisms? That's the mystery, Kieran. They're small, heart-like entities that seem to be feeding off decayed plants and, oddly, clearing away litter. Like an ecological clean-up crew? That sounds like some form of sophisticated fungi or bacteria. Or mythical entities, perhaps. This does sound eerily similar to folktales describing gnomes or nature spirits recognized by different cultures. Kieran, as much as I like your mythical interpretation, can we please stick to tangible scientific theories first? 
We should explore likely scenarios before jumping to cryptids and gnomes. Both perspectives are useful. We could be dealing with an unknown biological life form or a cultural interpretation of a natural phenomena, but it's too early to be conclusive. It certainly is. And I found something else too. There were similar sightings in the Appalachians and in Norway. They happened in environmentally similar areas. Seems like these schmoos, as the locals call them, evidently have a setting preference. Or a sacred grove sort of situation, like in Celtic mythology. The creatures could be guardians of these specific places, cleaning them up in their own curious way. Well, mythology aside, there's quite a bit of scientific interest I can see around schmooze. If your theory holds, Kieran, that could bring a whole new perspective to how we understand supernatural creatures. In this case, I'd like to propose an area of study. I think we need to observe these blobs over time, track their growth, behavior, and any changes or patterns. With enough data, we might be able to start ruling out certain theories. I concur. An on-site investigation is certainly an excellent start. We could set up several cameras to track their movements. And given the tech we have, we might be able to collect scientific data in real time. Hi, I'm Game. Might bring back memories of late-night stakeouts in Dublin graveyards. Jensen, you're leading this investigation, then? Seems so. I'll start coordinating with Barbara about access and permissions. Once we're all set, we can start unpacking the Medford Schmooze mystery. Phase 1, the call. September 16th. It was an odd phone call I had been on. My colleague, Barbara Brown, had called me in the late morning while I was working on my algorithmic data models at the research lab in Pennsylvania. Barbara, director of the local natural resource department in Zachary Rapids, Oregon, spoke of a phenomenon they had labeled the Medford Schmooze, claiming these were small, pulsating organisms, not unlike body organs, just sitting there and seemingly multiplying by the day. For a skeptical astrophysicist like me, it was a curious tale straight out of a B-movie sci-fi thriller. But Barbara's earnestness, tinged with anxiety, gave me pause. Phase 2. Bridging the Gaps Minutes after the call ended, I found myself lost in thought, the peculiar nature of this case monopolizing my attention. I'd always been fascinated by the intersection where science fiction meets real science. Despite my skepticism, the jigsaw of physics, biology, possibly xenobiology, and pop culture references tugged urgently at the corner of my curiosity. Phase 3. In the Trenches. The next afternoon, I buckled myself into an aisle seat on a flight to Oregon, keeping my skepticism within arm's reach. My checklist included a portable forensic lab kit and a cutting-edge coded program I developed to collate, analyze, and monitor environmental data patterns. Phase 4, Welcome to Oregon. Upon setting my feet in Zachary Rapids, the moist late summer air intoxicated me. Here in a place where the greenery was lush and the rapids softly roared, I breathed in the earthy scent of the soil mixed with the sweet tang of the riverine shrubs. But beneath the tranquil beauty of the landscape was a subtle, unnerving restlessness. Phase 5, The Humans. Barbara was a warm soul with a sharp wit. As she led me through the park, the individuals we met were a mix of concerned locals and curious park personnel, all sharing stories of the schmooze, their narrations shifting between caution and fascination. 
Phase 6, a shmoo conversation. As Barbara and I conversed with Harry, a ten-year-old local, his innocent descriptions of the schmooze stole the show. They look like little hearts, Dr. Jensen. I think they're cute, but my friends say they're monsters, he said, wide eyes hidden behind round glasses. The mix of innocence and fear stoked my interest. Phase 7, the first sighting. Drawing closer to the site, I first laid eyes on these enigmas. True to the description, I saw these pulsating blobs, their shifting outlines stirring a sense of fascination and discomfort in me. They squirmed, jiggled, and recoiled from our presence, or so it seemed. Referencing to my expertise, I cautiously sketched out my first impressions, terming the schmooze as complex multicellular organisms that resembled primitive aquatic life forms. Phase 8, the mind's eye. Observing their unusual appearance, their behavior rapidly reminded me of the old science fiction novels of my childhood. Ones where extraterrestrial organisms were simultaneously fascinating and terrifying. Phase 9, we watched they moved. Throughout the day and into the night, the methods of their movement seemed to defy basic biology. They oscillated from squirms and ripples to friction-independent slithering that my tools struggled to explain. We monitored their neural-like signals with medical-grade EKGs. Microscopic sampling led to rigorous cytology studies that left us scratching our heads. These bizarre tests filled the air with a strange scientific buzz, a mix of dread and anticipation, perhaps akin to Oppenheimer's infamous line, Now I am become death the destroyer of worlds. Phase 10, safety. As safety precautions, we set up a biohazard barrier, ensuring the contact precautions were strictly adhered to. Learning from Jurassic Park, we knew not to underestimate our dinosaur-like creatures in their cage. Phase 11, scientific conundrum. Even within my extensive knowledge of physics and biology, I could not successfully categorize these beings. All tests drew bizarre results, leading me towards a sense of existential dread. Phase 12, the X Factor. As our experiments continued, an unexpected development unfolded. The schmooze showed an adaptability that was unprecedented. They seemed to adapt and evolve, learning to bypass our barriers and eventually escaping the cage. Phase 13, back to square one. As the dawn of the third day crept upon us, we were left with more questions than answers. But with the promise of unanswered mysteries and scientific breakthroughs teetering over the horizon, Barbara and I prepared ourselves for the captivating challenge that awaited. In conclusion, this was not an endings, rather an exhilarating beginning to understanding the unknown. So, as we turned the page towards new frontiers, I recall the words of Arthur C. Clarke. The only way of discovering the limits of the possible is to venture a little way past them into the impossible. Tell us about your investigation, Jensen. It's quite the odd phenomenon we are dealing with. The locals in Zachary Rapids, Oregon, have reported of small pulsating organisms. They call them Medford schmooze. It's as if they're multiplying by every passing day. And according to their observations, these bizarre organisms are feeding off the decayed plants and litter around them. 
Fascinating. It could be a new form of fungi or bacteria. They are known to exhibit such behavior. It's worth explaining how they seem to help clean the environment. It sounds like creatures from the old Irish law, the ones that were known to be the guardians of sacred places. But yes, I agree with Victoria, it could be a sophisticated form of bio-cleaning entities. We've seen nature come up with ingenious ways to rebalance itself. Well, I'm more inclined to believe in scientific theories than myths, but it's too early to come to any conclusion yet. I'm looking forward to investigating more and setting up some surveillance so that we can observe these schmooze over a period of time. I suggest we also track the growth patterns, behaviours and any changes in their morphology. It's going to be crucial to understand them from this data-focused perspective. I agree, the more data we have, the better. We should also be looking at the environmental factors and keep in mind their possible preference for similar environments, as mentioned in old sightings. Absolutely. I will coordinate with the local authorities to gain permissions for installing cameras and necessary equipment. It will be nothing less than fascinating to unfold the mysteries of the schmooze. The findings were beyond the realm of ordinary. These organisms, they showed an adaptability that was beyond anything we've seen. They bypassed our barriers and escaped containment. It seems like we are at the beginning of a very remarkable journey. Let's keep digging. Oh, by the way, we have a new case to look into. Anyone up for a story on some unusual electromagnetic?